Meat and potatoes. Meat and potatoes. Meat and potatoes. That's right, everybody. It's episode 44 of the Meat and Potatoes podcast. We're doing this live pre-recorded Friday night during the Red Wings game because we watched that first period and decided we'd rather kill ourselves than record on Sunday. Doyle actually did kill himself. He is now dead. Um, what got him? Diabetes. So it's just me and Joe tonight. Joe, how you doing? I'm doing good, Jeff. I'm drinking a little uh, eggnog, getting into the uh, merry and bright kind of vibe here, regardless of that first period from the Flyers. So happy to be with you here on this Friday evening before the holiday, ready to talk some Flyers hockey. Yeah, as I was telling you, I'm a big fan of eggnog, the ultra-pasteurized deliciousness of it. I did put regular whiskey in it, though, when I made my whiskey eggnog, and it was disgusting. Um, so I think yours with your rum is is probably much tastier. I had to learn the hard way, though. I got drunk with a full, upset stomach. So, you know. Yeah, I very much recommend to all the listeners out there who do want to try some eggnog this season, uh, particular the alcoholic cocktail that you would mix. Um, I would suggest Captain Morgan private stock. Not just any Captain Morgan. No, no, no. We're talking knee down and pinkies up, boys. Okay? Yeah. So private stock, that's where you want to go with your eggnog cocktails all right biggie sipping on private stock if you will wow a lot of our uh, listeners will understand that too yeah so uh going back to pooping yourself i guess we can get right into it carter hart stinks yeah real loose butthole yeah hold on so sam erson tight butthole but carter hart loose butthole probably even the the loosest butthole Uh, (laughs) i know it's not fair to him because of the rust. But five goals in one period is not exactly good. No. And th- I mean, I would look at the defense and try to find some way to protect sweet baby Carter. Um, but unfortunately, there really wasn't much to look at. His rebound control was terrible. Um, There was some traffic in front of the net, some puck luck that the the Detroit Red Wings were able to sneak on through. But overall, just, yeah, really bad reads, really bad rebound control, just overall loose butthole. I will preface this entire episode by saying the Flyers could have some kind of momentous comeback. And we won't know because we're currently recording because we decided we wanted to keep drinking and or playing video games. That Steam sale really kicked my ass. So if you are angry that we don't have in-depth Red Wings coverage, then uh, here, this is for you. So shut up, bitch! And then also... And if you're not down with that, Philly's got two words for ya! So that's that. The Red Wings game stinks. Um, It's probably going to get worse before it gets better. And if it uh, gets better before it gets worse, then we were wrong and suck our butts. So anyway, yeah, the, the week before this was going okay, I guess. The Flyers were 1-1 one one going into this Red Wings game. The uh, the Nashville game, I guess the better team finally caught up to them, right? I think that's really how you could describe it. I didn't get to see this one because I was uh, seeing Are You Garbage live. So, Joe, did you get a chance to watch this game uh, on I Thursday night? Highlights. I didn't get to watch it live um, overall. It seems, again, just from looking at highlights, that we just, again, couldn't get the puck on the net. We did not successfully score a power play goal, even though we had a five-minute major in our favor, um, unfortunately. Uh, now, they did, score a, uh, they did score a power play goal on that major. They did score a power play goal in the game. Sean Couturier oh, okay. got his uh, second goal while on the power play. Or scored the second goal on the power play, his eighth goal of the season. He now leads the team in power play points with a whopping in astronomical five. And mm. he's tied for second in power play goals on the team with two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it wasn't like one of those games similar to the last Nashville game where they just got goalied. But um, overall, 
<laughs> they need to figure out the power play. I know that we've been saying this for a good number of weeks now, um, even before this team kind of folded into or molded into what they are now, which is what is looking to be a bubble contender. Um, they need to figure out the power play. If they do make the playoffs, they'll get shut out. Like they'll get swept if they don't figure out. The oh yeah. Place. I mean, you can see just against some of the better teams, the flyers get bullied and everything was going well up until really this Detroit game. And if they come back and win it, then all right, I'm back on Stanley cup. But you know, this is like one of those reminders that like the flyers going into the season had no real expectations. So like they were definitely punching above their weight class. Um, yeah. Yeah. And they, they have a unfortunately tough, tough holiday or post holiday schedule coming up out on the West coast. Um, so I know that Dwill is not here to join us because he's t- currently sitting with a needle in his stomach. Um, cause of life. Diabetes. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I think ultimately there is an opportunity for them to kind of maybe hit a little bit of a skid here and, and go on a bit of a losing streak, uh, especially having like the inconsistency in goalie recently. So, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, if you, if you're going to get blown out, which is how this game is looking. And of course all prefaced on this game ending in a blowout. Um, you kind of want it to be right before the holiday break. You would assume, because it's kind of like a palate cleanser, right? You just, uh, it's over, Hart's back, he played a game, he's over his... He's been diarrhea poisoned. He fixed that, he put the cork in his butt, got in the game, a little rusty. But, you know, you shake it off, you go home to your family, you drink some eggnog with the Soko in it or, or rum in it, and then you come back fresh. The only problem is... Um, as they keep highlighting every time the Flyers play, is that the Metropolitan Division, like two to six, is broken up by two points. So the Flyers not getting points against Nashville and maybe not getting points against Detroit, uh, not the best for them standing-wise. Yeah, they, they could, you could wake up tomorrow morning and the Flyers could potentially be like second to last in the Met. Um, yeah. That's how close the division is. So uh, as great as it is on Flyers Twitter right now to wake up and instead of seeing the tank arguments, instead of seeing that Tortorella is bad for young players arguments, uh, we've just been seeing screenshots of Google Flyers standings uh, and somebody tweeting, good morning, the Philadelphia Flyers are second in the Metropolitan Division. Um that is more so the vibe, regardless of how repetitive it is. That's the vibe that I'm always looking for when it comes to my hockey team. Uh, that may not be the case on Christmas morning, uh, but, I mean, that's that's just our division. We play in the toughest division in hockey. That is true. I'm looking at a tweet from a certain media co posted before this game uh, saying that the Red Wings are struggling. So that's uh, if a team is struggling and it's pointed out in the pregame broadcast – basically the kiss of death for the flyers yeah i mean we could also go to i know we texted about this but the <laughs> they pulled up a graphic um nbc sports philadelphia had like made this heart for the holidays graphic where it was carter hart wearing an ugly sweater uh and it was supposed to be kind of like a movie poster where it said like an nbc sports philadelphia production um, and it showed his December stats overall. Like he was three and zero in the month of December. He had a nine point like uh, five six or nine point five eight save percentage. And then quite literally after they showed that, at this point the Detroit Red Wings did not have a shot on net. Their first shot on net was a goal, was and a then goal, it just yes. became snowballed uh, for those winter puns. It snowballed from there. So, yeah, he definitely doesn't look good. I would say if you were uh, lip reading John Tortorella, he started with fucking embarrassing and then he ended with fucking embarrassing. So, I'm yeah. sure the locker room's not going great with Torza Claus. Um, but I mean, this is expected. The guy hasn't played in two weeks, three weeks, coming off of, I guess, some exhausting diarrhea forever. And uh, you just gotta get gotta get back in the swing of things, you know. I guess you can't run Sam Merson into the ground, even though he's now my default number one goalie. Uh, yeah, Carter Hart is uh, on the trade block. 
Yeah, um, Carter Hart 1B as in one butthole. Everybody has one butthole, and I think that that one is quite loose at the moment, which would make sense as to why he maybe can't like go crease to crease right. uh, at all times because if he moves a certain way, you never know what's going to come out. Yeah, it's the same principle as when a drag uh, dragster is like going down the strip and then to stop, it fires off the parachute. Like his butthole is just acting as a parachute here and it's, it's just slowing him down from getting side to side. And uh, it's not the kind of goaling we're used to seeing from Carter Hart and that is not good. Yeah, no, I, I feel like you need to have uh, a new clip added to the soundboard of like a balloon being slowly released, like air slowly released from a balloon knot, because that I feel like is what Carter Hart's first period against the Detroit Red Wings has been tonight. Just make sure I write that down. Balloon deflating sound clip, put a star next to it to make sure it's important. All right, so going with our coming at you live with a bold prediction of the weeks, or as Josh Carter once said, coming at you live with a bold prediction. Uh, we'll take a look. The game's not over yet, but I feel pretty confident in going over these. So Doyle said Cam Atkinson scores two goals. I know that Cam Atkinson was demoted to the fourth line because Tortorella didn't like how he was playing. I don't think he gets two goals in this game. Maybe. But uh, I'm going to go Doyle's 0 for 2. Also, he's not here. So he doesn't... His uh, it does Even if Cam Atkinson scores two goals, he, 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 he gets nothing. Um, Joe, you had the Flyers going 2-1 and one with wins against the Devils and the Predators. You're already wrong. You shouldn't have put prefaces on the games uh, but you did have them losing to the red wings so maybe we'll give you like a, a 0.5 if they lose uh, yeah I, i'll take the 0.5 i was right about the first game that's that's something too so yeah i mean i can't give you the full one but i, th- I feel like 0.5 because you got part of it now i also yeah. feel silly because i said morgan frost scores three goals his only goal against the predators was a mistake um and there's really not much more you can say about that so yeah yeah, I don't know. I we're looking as a podcast to point five and five for bold so, predictions since this I since mean, this was created. They they have a winning record since we started bold predictions. So as long as we keep losing, then maybe they'll continue to have a winning record, regardless of obviously recency bias. Uh, when we're recording this on Friday during the Red Wings game, when they're getting shellacked and they got beat by the Predators last night as well. Um, We did also mention, too, Jeff, they haven't had a back-to-back since the beginning of November. It's now December 22nd. Um, That might point to something. Their their conditioning and everything might be a little bit lacking compared to teams who have had back-to-backs more frequently than the Flyers in recent weeks. but Conditioning-wise, though, I think they're all right. I think the back-to-back is tough because they played a pretty physical Predators team um, and had to like actually roll all four lines to try to get back into the game. And then after last night's game, they pick up and fly to Detroit. Like, not, you know, all teams have to travel, whatever. It's, it's part and parcel of the game. But flying to Detroit and then having to play, I could see how they could come out sluggish. So, you know, not great, but yeah. But uh, this uh we're recording this early Friday night, one because the game stinks and two because when this episode is released, it's Christmas. And you know what this episode is? What's that, Jeff? The Christmas Holiday Spectacular. The Meat and Potatoes Christmas Holiday Spectacular. And I would just like to push one more time uh our tier structure that we've created you can be a free tier listener where you get everything for free, or you can sign up for the orange tier or a new era of orange tier, and that's where you really get nothing else except a title, and we take your money like other Flyers podcasts. So everybody, if you just want to PayPal us money, uh, we'll put it towards you know whatever. I got to recoup some of the losses from Steam's winter sales. So, Jeff, just because I'm in the holiday spirit, um, I know a lot of our listeners probably already know this that I am on Cameo. Uh, Joey Digest at Joey Digest on Twitter at Joey Digest on Cameo. I will shout you out. Um, I will be happy to, again, holiday spirit. This doesn't come frequent. Uh, I will shout you out for free if you sign up for the PayPal tier. Uh, so if you go up to the second tier for the Meat and Potatoes podcast, Brian Boucher shout us out. I will shout you out for free. Again, Joey Digest. 
you you just dm me whatever you want me to make a video of and i'll do it and honestly why wouldn't you want to be a new era of orange tier status gets all the benefits of the free tier plus you get a fake title for money that you give to us yeah. and we don't do anything for you um we can also change any of these tiers at any time i put that in the fine print just to cover us so para with with the christmas uh the christmas spirit i thought we could talk about some of our christmas wishes now i had a bunch of christmas wishes going into this friday night game and i've just changed them all because of that first period and it was terrible uh my first christmas wish is that carter hart gets traded so <laughs> I don't know how you feel about that one, but I need this Hockey Canada investigation to wrap up so Carter Hart can get shipped out of here. Thoughts? Uh, I'm going to have to uh, shtick aside disagree respectfully on that one, Jeff. You I mean don't... you don't? Flyers have two goalies that are good, allegedly. Uh, allegedly! According to stats, if you will, heat maps or something. I don't know, nerds. Um so you wouldn't want to get rid of one to, I don't know, bring back some kind of defenseman? Well, Carter Hart's only 1B right now because of what's going on downstairs. Or he's 1A if the Flyers come back and oh. win this game. Or he's 1A if you want to use the more profane uh, word for what A stands for as opposed to B. You mean asshole? Yes. <laughs> uh yeah i don't know i the flyers you're seeing there um between mark Stahl being cooked and zamula not playing well i if the flyers are going to be serious about this and they're gonna not change from their path of this is a rebuild and try to get like you know competitive to be in the playoffs they need to get a, at least a defenseman i'm pretty sure yeah they very much need a defenseman now do you want a defenseman from the draft or do you want to buy one? Oh, that's a tough one i guess if they're close and in it at the trade deadline and it's looking like you know realistically they could make the playoffs maybe it's if you don't have to give up a lot maybe it's worth it um you could wait for the draft apparently this draft is supposed to have like a bunch of high-end talent but i feel like everybody says that every year and then you just get a bunch of now yakupovs so yeah, I um I I'm very much on the record, even on this podcast, on Twitter, everything. I'm very much on the record of saying that uh, NHL picks are pointless. You might as well be throwing at a dartboard, blind and drunk. Um, so uh, unless you have like a top three pick, so yeah, I don't. I would always want to be a buyer, not a seller, in my opinion. Um, with that said, Jeff, a little bit of breaking news for all the listeners at home here who oh. are tuning in live. Um, Sean Newsflash, Tori asshole! Sean Couturier has made it a 5-2 to two game. Oh, um, shit, we better pause this and come back. <laughs> we'll, we'll watch that score. We'll We'll see what's going on. I think another Christmas wish would be a playmaking forward. <laughs> um, breaking news, Jeff. Can you please? Uh, oh, sorry. MP, With a hundred percent less helicopter crashing. News flash, asshole. Rest in you peace to one, that you helicopter are one pilot. Goal away. You are one goal away from your Morgan Frost prediction. Wait, Morgan Frost got a second goal. It's five to three. Holy what? shit! Maybe we should pause this. <laughs> no i like i feel like we need to continue because since we've been recording they've actually been playing and i'm not watching the game like i'm very superstitious I feel oh like. yeah well no i can't watch the game because i'm managing a soundboard and yeah. notes we can't we we can't we can't pause us now we gotta keep yeah going. so flyers get a playmaking somebody playmaking um, and I think my second and third wish of playmaking forward and getting rid of Rocky Thompson will kind of fix the power play problems too, you know? 100%. They need somebody who is uh, capable of 
quarterbacking from anywhere in the offensive zone on the main advantage. Like, I um, I know we keep saying this, and it's kind of like a broken record at this point, but, like, Rocky Thompson has to get fired at some point, right? <laughs> fired, demoted, like Sean Desai, uh, something. Like, can they something fire coaches? Do, well, I don't think anybody ever answered this question for me. Can they fire coaches during the holiday freeze, the roster freeze? I don't know. Cause I don't know about that, but I, I would like I would like for them to. Listen, there's like a, a real, there's a problem here with Rocky Thompson. Um, and I don't know if it's the, everything else is doing well. So it leads me to believe that even if the power play had a halfway decent coach, it would be better than it is. I mean, if you even increase the power play percentage right now by like, we're, I'm not even asking for 50%. I'm asking for like 3%. <laughs> Yeah, because I we we were texting back and forth, and, and Doyle was like, <laughs> basically Doyle, I forget where the text is, I got to scroll, but he was saying like if the Flyers had a power play, they'd be like clearly in second place in the Metropolitan Division. <laughs> like, yeah, they're the yeah. power play is what's what's killing them right now, and I mean somehow other teams are worse, and you saw it against like the I think the Capitals had a power play goal against the Flyers, and you're like, God, even they're scoring. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I mean, we've been talking the past couple of weeks. I know I've been talking the past couple of weeks about that goal differential. It's kind of insane to know that the Flyers are where they are from that statistical standpoint of a positive goal differential and not just a positive goal differential, but like a top five in the Eastern Conference goal differential uh, in their favor, and they're not good on the power play. If they were somewhat, somewhat, somewhat successful, as compared to what they are right now, I mean, they would potentially be looking at like a top five seed in in a playoff spot, not a bubble team. You would be looking at a potential buy. Like it's it's crazy if they fix that one aspect of things, they would be so much better off. Yeah, maybe they just need to regroup on this holiday freeze and think about stuff and come back refreshed. I think they need some rum in their eggnog, Jeff. Yeah, or just Miller High Lives. Either or. Well, good classic yeah, Voracek, yeah. go out and get drunk, right? Except for Carter Hart because he has uh, IBS and he can't have all that uh, gluten. Yes. Yeah, or he'll poop his pants. But yes. uh, are you so are you noting the uh, buying a playmaker as your? wish your holiday wish for that would be my second wish buying a playmaker third would be fire rocky thompson okay so those are my three wishes i think those will make the team better Mm -hmm. um otherwise i have some other wishes that i probably aren't going to come true uh ed snyder needs to come back to life they need to bring back the kate smith statue um well they already split the logo at center ice so that's like a don't need to wish for that because that already happened Mm -hmm. um and then Gritty has to die a fiery death. Well, some would say he's always dying a fiery death. <laughs> just based on his appearance. Um, I think my wish would be I would just double down on the Rocky Thompson thing. Because I think that is the most crucial aspect to our success this going into 2024. A lot of like corporate America always likes to say or um yeah they like to say hey yeah i think looking at 2024 or looking at the year ahead that's just actually for all the listeners at home a kind of bullshit line like some political jargon that's basically like i don't feel like doing it right now so i'm gonna push it off till next year because it's two weeks away yeah everyone's Um, out of office that's i think what we can say about the flyers and rocky thompson is i think a really good way to start off 2024 I think a really good kickstart for the new year would be to fire Rocky Thompson and get our power play in check if we want to actually do something this season. Otherwise, if we want to fold in, cave it up, shop it up, like then I would rather just say, like, okay, yes, maybe sell Ristolainen, maybe sell uh, Carter Hart, maybe sell uh, Sean Couturier even. If you can get a big bang for your buck on that one with a broken back, mm, that's you might a lot as well. Of, it's a lot of um, money. It's a lot, they're going to have to retain money. They're probably going to have to retain money on Ristolainen too, honestly, to make yeah. any sort of decent trade. But like the Flyers are living and dying by the transition game 
and breaking up plays and going the other way. And they don't have like a true, their offense, I mean, we've seen it even not on the power play. Their offense sets up in the zone and then like nothing happens. They don't get pucks inside. It's just kind of like they score a majority of their goals in transition. And even if they got rid of Rocky Thompson, they still have to live and die by the rush, which is dangerous. Um, I mean, the Flyers are were, were have been walking that fine line up to this point pretty well. Um, but they are now coming back against the Red Wings. So I guess we uh, maybe they are still walking that fine line very well. I don't know, you know? Uh, sorry, Jeff. <laughs> I'm giggling a little bit over here at that. I guess um, you had a little voice crack there. So, you know something? You suck. <laughs> really got me good. <laughs> <sighs> God damn it. Roman Eggnog, I'm telling you. Let me just hold on. I got it. <clears throat> Had to mute the mic there and do a little throat clear because I got a little phlegm. <laughs> so those are our Flyers' wishes. Uh, I also wish that they win this Devil or this Devils game. Shh, son of a bitch, they win this Red Wings game. Um, so we're gonna just keep going and hope that they score more goals. Um, in NHL news, did you see that Nolan Patrick may have officially or unofficially retired? Yeah, I don't know. There was a little bit of flip-flop going on on Twitter from what I saw. It was one day he was uh, officially retired, and then the next day it was he told Elliot Freeman like, directly that like this is not true, but I want to stay under the radar. Like, What does that even mean, stay under the radar? You, you've been locked in a dark room with Chris Pronger for the past 18 months like the initial the initial news broke because like i don't i don't even know what it was was it like a website or a a podcast or it would be really great if it was ball sack sports and the nhl community as a whole got got but i don't know who the actual yeah it was like some website said that or some podcaster was an instagram i don't know whatever i don't care enough about nolan patrick to really do the research but it was like they identified him as like a video coach or video reviewer or something for this organization or group. And then in like the thing of like his achievements, it said former NHL player and everybody immediately went to, Oh shit, he retired, but there was no announcement. Like there's been no official announcement. And then, like you said, when he spoke with, uh, freed, it was like, no, I didn't retire. I mean, like, I'm not playing, but I didn't retire. And then everyone was like, oh, yeah, well, I guess he never really said he did, did he? Yeah, I don't – it's so funny to me. I feel like this is um, Connor Bedard's mom getting back shots from Corey Perry part two. Whoa! In the sense that- Allegedly. There you go. Uh, thank you. Um, or Carter Hart on the dad's two. trip. Allegedly! Yeah, okay. Okay, well, if you want to include Carter Hart on the dad trip, then it's part three of, <laughs> I feel like NHL Twitter, like hockey Twitter, really, like, is a unique and vast, like, majority of sports fans, like, just saying whatever they want and rolling with it and people catching on very quickly. Like, hockey Twitter is bigger than NFL Twitter, in my opinion bigger than NBA Twitter, in my opinion, and bigger than MLB Twitter, in my opinion, when it comes to rumors and people just like taking something that they read from a nobody and blowing it up out of proportion to where everybody actually there's a large percentage of people who actually believe that it's true, as opposed to like us who have been involved with this, who can kind of read between the lines on certain things. Um, with that said, I did bite on the Nolan Patrick thing. It may not be a rumor. If you bought a check mark, you're pretty legitimate in the sense that you have eight extra dollars a month that you can spare. So yeah, you're not totally poor. Yeah. And I really, I want to take my advice from not totally poor people. So Nolan Patrick, enjoy retirement. You shitty mattress huckster mattress huckster. I hate you. Um, yeah, I, I was pretty, I mean, regardless of medical issues and everything um i was uh, i'm ha- i'm happy i'm happy for him yeah i know his career was such a bummer <laughs> devil's fans uh, were like 
Devils fans were like, oh, you could have got Nico he, or something about like if we picked Nolan Patrick, but we got Heischer instead. And it's like, okay, it's not really his fault, Patrick's fault. It's like a bunch of concussions. Austin. Ideally, Austin, I would blame Curtis Gabriel because uh, Curtis Gabriel was the the nail in the coffin for his concussions. So, yeah. Uh, and yeah. then what did the Flyers do? They went out and signed Curtis Gabriel. As like a yeah. fuck you right in the mouth to Nolan Patrick. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a bummer. But speaking of people retiring and made up players, did you see the Flyers recalled Rhett Gardner? I did not. Yeah. No. I, I saw the show note and I was like, what is happening on this one? I got so, the email I'm, and I was like, I'm looking at it and I was like, this is clearly a made up name. Like, this isn't a real person. But it was in the same email when they called up Cal Peterson because Carter Hart missed, you know, two games with his diarrhea poisoning. Um, mm-hmm. And like, I don't think he's played. So he's he just like traveling with the team. He's played for the Flyers before, apparently. Hmm. Well, must have been um, in the times when so I wasn't watching. At least one game. Uh, the first thing that I see is from October 1st of this year on a game from the th- 30th of September, he scored a goal. Huh. In the NHL? Yes, against the New Jersey Devils. Really? Yes. I've been watching Uh, the games, too, and I did not... That's... Boy, we are not the place to go for... Well, this (laughs) this comes back to, like, kind of what I was talking about with, like, potential problems with this team is you have people like Rhett Gardner that you have to rely on should someone get injured or someone really take a dip in their overall play. You, we do not have that kind of depth. There, It's just not there. And it's probably not replaceable in, uh, I don't know, you might be able to get like a fourth liner for cheap. But if Couturier goes down again or... A Konechny goes down, like you're you're just screwed offensively. Yeah, they don't really, they can't really call on anybody from the Phantoms. That's not great. Yeah, no. Um, but good, good for Rec Gardner. Look at look at that guy go. Um, plant that seed, let it grow. Come on, Gardner. Yeah, I just keep checking Twitter to see if it's now five to four, but it's not. It's no one scored. <laughs> so. Even if the Flyers lose tonight, or if they win, if they win, we go into Christmas uh, on a high note. If they lose, it gives them times to reset. But I think what Philly fans need to understand is that the Flyers are this city's last hope, right? The Eagles mm. are in a We Are Marshall plane crash right now. They're done. Jalen Hurts stinks. The whole O line is hurt. Uh, they're going nowhere. Even if they make the playoffs, they're probably going to lose. And we found out earlier this weekend, earlier this week, that Japanese baseball players hate Philadelphia. Yes. So, honestly, what else does Philly have to look forward to other than, I guess there's the Sixers, right? Yeah, Joel Embiid's apparently having, like, one of the most statistically successful seasons of any basketball player since stats were recorded. Oh, that's so, cool. They, didn't that's he have a statistically great season last year when he won MVP? Um, some would say that, Jeff. However, uh, we're just talking regular season, so I don't know how oh. people like to judge the regular season versus the postseason. I was going to say, statistically speaking, I would like to see the Sixers get past the second round in the playoffs. That would be nice, Jeff. And in fact, um, I may have said this on this podcast prior to the hockey season beginning. However, uh, I would like to reiterate if I could one last time before the new year. uh, Well, we might record next week, too, before the new year. With that said, I'm out on the NBA until the Sixers statistically find it factual that they can get past the second round. I don't care about them. So if that means Joel Embiid is going to go have another great year because I'm not watching, then at the end of the day, it's very similar to Travis Sanheim. Credit to me for Joel Embiid's success. I tried to watch the NBA. I just don't. There's so many fouls and like nothing happens for like 
they just grab the ball and then the guy smacks the hands and then there's foul shots and you're just like, this is boring. I want stuff to happen. Yeah. It's kind of like the NFL these days, to be honest. It's well, the, the NFL, NFL is a lot. Uh, with the it's the commercials all the time. Kickoff commercial, one play, timeout commercial, and you're like, come on. Did you see Peacock announced that they will not be showing any commercials for the fourth quarter of this Saturday's, this upcoming Saturday's, or for you listener, this past Saturday's? The past, yeah, I did see that. Order. What I couldn't tell was if it was because they couldn't sell advertising in the fourth quarter or because Peacock was doing it to get people to sign up to watch more mm-hmm. football games on Peacock. Um, it's it's quite possible that it was the latter. However, uh, I can't necessarily say, given that it's the holidays and there's so many like holiday events taking place, you're getting together with family and friends, opening gifts, eating food, just having a Jerry. Did I just say Jerry? A Jerry the whole time. Um, <laughs> I think that they're really scrapping at the bits for somebody to watch a Chargers game. That's true. And then I would say, what's the deal with football? Very Jerry, <laughs> as opposed to very merry. Yeah, nothing says you hate your family more, like withdrawing from all the festivities and sitting in front of a television to watch the Chargers. Shout out to uh, Festivus for the rest of us, because I think that's going to be during the Chargers game. No? Yes, Festivus will be on Saturday. There's an airing of grievances. Of course, and then they wrestle until someone touches the pole, of course. Yep. Grease, grease him up, lube him down. Um, speaking of greasing up and lubing down, the Winter Classic, of course, played on New Year's Day. The NHL just announced the... All right, so remember when we said the Jonas Brothers were the worst intermission acts for an outdoor hockey game last week? Yes, I do recall. Okay, well, that was until they announced the intermission acts for the Winter Classic. Have you seen who is going to be performing? I have, but I didn't believe it. I was hoping that you were getting got, but I don't believe that you are, in fact, getting got. So feel free to tell me again once again. So the Winter Classic has announced for their marquee game on New Year's Day, or as close they can get to it to not interrupt football, uh, Performing at intermission will be 80s rock band Heart and Sir Mix-A-Lot. I like Heart. I don't hate Sir Mix-A-Lot either. Crazy on You is a good song. Uh, Barracuda, Barracuda? of course, would have been good if the Sharks were playing in the outdoor game, I guess. Because Sharks are like Barracudas. They are fish that bite stuff. Uh So there's that Uh link. Sir Mix-A-Lot, though, confusing. I don't think of. I know. Okay, so baby got back, right? That's it. Yeah. Is he just gonna (laughs) do like that three times? Like, (laughs) at least Hart has other songs. Like, well, I was gonna say maybe he's gonna do some sort of like they're gonna transition Barracuda into Baby Got Back, and then they'll play Crazy on You after that like just a series of events they do of a fish fighting an ass and then that ass going wild and then you're gonna go crazy on them crazy on you baby got back magic man baby got back <laughs> yeah just do baby on yeah baby got back three times in between every of uh, in between the three heart songs okay he's, so two times. he's like the 90s tv cut sound <laughs> like yeah uh, yeah. I I would love to be in the meetings that the NHL has, to like a fly on the wall, you know, and they're like, all right, it's our marquee game, it's our New Year's Day, everyone's watching, big advertisers selling huge ads, it's our Super Bowl, whatever in terms of TV watchability. Now, who do we want to perform? And they're like Taylor Swift. They're like, not nah, too much money, get out of here. All right, what about, uh, I don't know, who's another, somebody else? Jack Harlow. No, get out of here. You know who's not doing anything? Sir (laughs) Mix-A-Lot. See, I I actually, while I do think, like, the finances of these kind of performances ultimately are considered in some capacity (laughs) for the NHL, 
I also do think that they are quite literally looking at this from like a marketing and like demographic perspective where they just always have in their mind that they should try to reach as many people as possible as a as compared to like let our fan base who pays us money like puts gary bettman to bed every night like happy for once they just go against the grain of their own like demographic so frequently but that's been the case for my what feels like my entire lifetime so i'm like used to it at this point i'm not surprised that they have the Jonas Brothers, Sir Mix-a-Lot, and Hart performing uh, in uh, a game of theirs nationally broadcast in within a calendar month. Yeah, it's like they ran out of money after the Jonas Brothers, and uh, <laughs> they were like, yeah. oh, shit, this isn't the main game. We don't have any money left. <laughs> what I don't know is, so Jonas Brothers are doing Flyers Devils, did they announce who's doing Rangers Islanders? That I do not know. So, like, that's also, I wonder if they're going to have the Jonas Brothers do both of those games or if, they, if they're they just doing Flyers Devils. Either way, it seems like the NHL wasted their whole budget on the Jonas Brothers and then panicked and, you know, just hit random on Spotify and were like, oh, Hart, that was, that was a band. Everyone from Rush is dead and the Tragically Hip did one six years ago so we can't use them again so hard it is and then on backup we'll have sir mix a lot because dolly parton did a cowboys game on thanksgiving she at least like she she looked good for her oh, age she is fantastic like <laughs> and then i was reading that she was supposed to be so the dolly parton performance like, i don't know if you watched it i watched it because i love dolly uh yeah. she was like walking along the stage and like holding on to the ledge it was because she was supposed to be performing on top of the star but like something went wrong with the wiring and it didn't work so she had like she couldn't go up there because there was no lights so she had to walk along the front of the star and it was like where all the wires and shit like the mic hookups and everything so she was literally holding on to it so she wouldn't trip over anything and she did all of that while also singing because i don't it sounded like they gave her a live mic maybe they pre-recorded it but i feel like dolly is she keeps it real you know none of this yeah, pre-recorded she's as shit. yes as it gets yeah, yeah. I mean, so now i'm mad that dolly parton wasn't at the winter classic <laughs> i agree make dolly parton perform at least something yeah she should just be like kate smith of the nation no. in 2023 kate smith is a she, fat racist where she <laughs> does the national anthem on like national tv before every game so that way you don't have to do it in the stadium you know that or you can do it in the stadium but on top of that everybody in america sunday morning at one o'clock kickoff gets Dolly Parton just put onto their television screens, almost like it's a the emergency announcement system. Um, a nice EAS coming through your TV with that Dolly Parton ASS. Speaking of um, one national anthem, I don't know if we ever covered this. This is, an, this is super old from November. This video is from the national anthem singer. I don't, I missed this, but. She was singing, or he was singing, Oh Canada, and he messed up the lyrics. Yeah, <laughs> I think I did see this. All right, hold on. Oh, it's, this is video is 34 seconds long, so. The true north, strong and free. Oh Canada, we stand, arise. We stand on God for thee. God keep our land. Even the people from Buffalo are like, no, this isn't right. expected worse based off of the amount of people on twitter who are upset about this like if he was like oh canada uh why watch letter kenny and trailer park boys mm -hmm. yeah, i like, like you... poutine and all flavored chips <laughs> 
What is that? Wait, what is that chip flavor called? It's called, uh, is it all zest or what? I want to say they're all flavor, right? No? No, I don't think it's all flavor. Is uh, it? All dressed. All dressed. That's it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. It's very disappointing. So yeah. I learned about all dressed chips from Letterkenny. Speaking of great Canadian TV shows. And after I did some research, I'm pissed that America doesn't have these. Yeah. Uh, I've gotten them a couple of times. Um, but And they are very good. But it is kind of weird that they wouldn't sell them in America. I don't know if we just go for more wacky flavors here no. these America days. is fat and disgusting. These should definitely be yes. on all of our menus. For anybody who doesn't know what an all-dressed chip is, let me just read you the description. All-dressed chips are a masterpiece of ketchup, barbecue, sour cream, and onion, and salt and vinegar flavors all rolled into one chip. That's ridiculous. That's basically like they made all the other chips, and they were like, what do we have left? Put them all in one bag. I love how you started like the explanation of what an all-dressed chip is by saying that America is fat and disgusting. I don't know why we don't have this on our menu because that's the most fat and disgusting thing is to combine all those flavors onto one ruffle chip. You don't agree? I feel like America is oh, the I land of agree. excess. This I is, do agree. This is so extravagant. This is like putting a this is like putting a an Oreo inside a brownie. It's unnecessary, but it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, 100% and they are delicious. So. Yeah. Speaking of that, Brookies. Oof. Whoever decided to put brownies and cookies together, you, sir, or ma'am, half my heart. Hell yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I had some homemade butterscotch blondies not too long ago, and man, oh, man, cookie in a brownie is outrageous. Yeah. You know, we went to a – we were in Acme, and we were looking for – Sarah really wanted those little – the Christmas trees, like the little Debbie Christmas trees. They, they're disgusting, but they taste good. And we came across yeah, an ice cream cake, and we were like, oh, shit, we haven't had ice cream cake forever. We should buy an ice cream cake. And we got, like, the smallest one because, like, who needs that much ice cream cake? And we get to the register, and we ring it up, and it's $18. And I was like, just go fucking buy a tub of Briars. <laughs> like, You're I, talking about, wait, the the Little Debbie, like, the white chocolate? So the, the little Debbie, they're like a no. It's like basically, it smells like a Twinkie because I'm pretty sure it is a Twinkie, but it's shaped like a Christmas tree. It has like the white icing on the outside. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And that was an ice cream. No, we separate from this. We found a Carvel ice cream cake. Uh, small, wow, wow, maybe wow. like six yeah. inches big, so not a Got big it. cake. Got and it. it was eighteen dollars, and I was like, "What? Where does Carvel get the nerve?" To mark up an ice cream cake to $18. You can literally just go buy a tub of Turkey Hill for like four bucks. I don't know if that's true. Uh, grocery prices now are insane. Inflation, am I right? Yeah, Joey B. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I don't want to get political here. I'm just saying. I want my ice cream cake to be cheaper because like all dressed potato chips, I am extravagant and disgusting. Amen. Yeah. And with that, I guess we can move to, so our bold predictions aren't done yet because the game's still ongoing. I've just refreshed Twitter. It is still five to three. So officially knowing that we may be, we're at least 0.5 in five in records, but for next week, the, well, no, you know what? We can't do a bold prediction because they're off next week. (laughs) Never mind. I stop drinking so much before we do these. <laughs> I don't know. I think it makes for some good jib jab. That's what the people want during the holidays. They're off. You have nothing better to do. I know you at listener are listening to this while you're not doing anything productive. There's no way that you could be productive while listening to the meat and potatoes podcast, even though it is meant to be the meat and potatoes of the day. Yeah. I mean, this episode uh, comes out on Christmas day. So if you're listening to this on the day, it comes out one. Thank you Two, you honestly hate your family. Like it's, or three, maybe you're uh, just an awesome retail worker who does not practice organized yeah. religion or practices a different. I was going to say, or you're Jewish. Yeah. Or you're a Kwan, Kwanzaa knight, Kwan, Kwanzian. I don't know how. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's possible. Yeah. 
Anything's <laughs> anything's possible. I guess. Like Kevin Garnett once said that, right? Yeah, something like that. So I just keep kind of delaying because I'm hoping that I get like another goal notice on Twitter here. But well, I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. End of the second. They're at intermission now. Oh, they're at intermission? Yeah. Oh, well then. Oh, sorry, guys. This is... Uh... <laughs> Whew, if you made it this far, I don't know. There's something wrong with you, honestly. <laughs> but uh, so there's no need for... There's no need for bold predictions. We covered everything. Sir yeah, Mix-a-Lot's going to... Our wish list, which kind of replaces the the bold predictions for at least the week. We right. set our new year predictions. We just want Rocky Thompson to get fired. I'm sure Doyle, that um, poor guy, just so sick. Um, <laughs> I'm sure he wants to be on that train as well. So um, yeah. Rocky Thompson, smell you later. 2024, we're here. New era of power play. Yeah, I think that pretty much covers it, right? Yeah. So uh, we're just really beating a dead horse at this point. Uh, everybody, <laughs> if you're still listening, thank you. Um, we're in the 20s to 30s of listeners every week. It really warms the cockles of my cold, dead heart that somebody likes this. So from our family here at the Meat and Potatoes podcast to yours, I'd like to wish you a very Merry Christmas. Hopefully Santa brought you all the gifts that you wanted. And Joe, is there anything else? No. Happy holidays. Uh, rum and your eggnog. Rum and your eggnog. Miller High Life. It is a champagne of beers, which you can put in orange juice and drink. Um, so if you hate your family, get hammered drunk on High Life's and then do a bunch of Zin and then fight your grandpa. Yeah, get political. Don't get political. And because Doyle's not here... We're going to go back to a little holiday tradition started by one Drew Papsky, who's now dead to us. Um, we'll see you next week. My old lover in the grocery store The snow was falling Christmas Eve I stole behind her in the frozen foods And I touched her on the sleeve We'll add that line is still very creepy. On behalf of all of us here at Meat Potatoes, good fight, good night.